2: 6 p.m. Book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Kaboom!
0: If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think
3: again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the
4: penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now.
0: In the air everywhere back in the podcast dojo it is the 5th hour with ben maller and danny g radio because 4 hours a night in the middle of the night not enough 8 days a week as this podcast a spin off of the the ben maller show and You hear Danny G on with Covino and Rich during the week on Fox Sports Radio. And we thank you for finding the podcast available on demand as you are listening right now. Whenever your heart desires, you can find this podcast wherever you found it. Anywhere you get podcasts. The iHeart Podcast Network available worldwide and all the different podcasts zones that uh, you can go to. But Danny G, we are back at it again. We had the global review of the Maller meet and greet on the Friday podcast, but there are still more tales to be told from the Naked City. <laughs> and we have those tales. The streets are talking. And we'll have some more of those tales here on this, the Saturday podcast, including a root beer delight, which key the Baker Surprise, and a meaty showdown. So we have a lot of content. And we'll jump right into it. We're going to do a belly whopper. So I mentioned the Mallard meet and greet on Saturday, last Saturday, a week from today, we had the Mallard meet and greet. We went over the details. So on, I was there in Minnesota on Sunday and Monday. And on Sunday, I did something that's very out of character for me. Uh, and, and the wife... We decided, we we enjoyed going to Lake Minnetonka so much. And I, I went online. I was like, what's the biggest lake in Minnesota? I want to go to the biggest. I don't want to go to the second or the third or the fourth biggest. I want to go to the biggest. Go big or go home. So I did a quick Google search. Just Google, or in my case, Bing, because I like to get the points so I get those Amazon gift cards. So I binged it. And it said this is not only the largest lake in Minnesota, this is the largest freshwater lake in the world. It happens to be in Minnesota. And so this is a, a, a real Laker trip, not the L.A. Lakers, the real Lakers, the Minnesota Lakers. So I got up, Danny, at the crack of dawn with my wife. We got up at 6 a.m. on Sunday, 6 a.m. on Sunday to make the trip all the way up the state of Minnesota to the North Country to the North Star of Destination Duluth. And that is the home of one of the ports of Lake Superior. Oh, Yeah, so another one of the great lakes. Now, I've been to, now that I've been to Lake Superior, I've, I've been to Lake Michigan many times, Lake Erie. How many... Uh, how many of the? What are the other great? I'm trying to think if I've been to uh, to the other. I think I've. I know I've been to Lake Erie. I've been to Lake Michigan. I've been to Lake Superior. I'm trying to think if I've been to any of the other Great Lakes. I think those are the only three I've been to. I think there's uh, there's a couple other ones, right? That I'm
4: forgetting. Yeah, there's Ontario and Huron. Yeah, I've not been to
0: those. Where is uh, Lake Huron? Is that Michigan? That's I- not-
4: yeah, I want to say that's Michigan.
0: Yeah, Lake Ontario, I've not been to. So anyway, it was very cool to be uh, be at, at Lake Superior. The It is literally the largest lake in the United States and the largest freshwater lake in the world. As my wife and I had the same look we on our faces, we we go to the lake, you pull up through, you come down a, a, a hill into Duluth, because the city of Duluth, most of it is on the hillside overlooking Lake Superior, the way they built it. And this you might as well be at the Pacific or the Atlantic Ocean. As far as you can see, is nothing but water, but yet this is not an ocean. It's it's a lake and it's mind-blowing the size, but it's a two and a half hour drive. The reason we had to get up so early is we 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 had a two and a half hour drive up to the through the heart of Minnesota, where there is literally nothing, by the way, Danny. Nothing but trees and random empty lakes and that's about it there are there's nothing else in minnesota almost hard to find a gas station in minnesota out on the on the back roads of of the state so but we had a a trip to duluth planned and we were going to go on a boat tour of lake superior so the thing left at 9 30 we had to get there at nine so we got up at six we got on the road at 6 30 to drive up there and here's a fun fact you want a fun fact You can't handle a fun fact. Are you ready?
4: Yeah, on the edge of our seats.
0: I know, this is going to blow your mind. Alfie, Alien O'Piner, and Ferg Dog are going to love this one. So Lake Superior is so large. How large is it? It is so large that it could hold the water from all of the other Great Lakes combined along with three more Lake Eries. That is how big this thing is. It's crazy. It it spans from Minnesota through Wisconsin that peninsula of Wisconsin and then also above it there's Canada. So it it's ridiculous. Uh you think ridiculous.
4: maybe that's why they named it Superior?
0: <laughs> uh well, you know, it's a size thing. It's a, it's clearly a size thing. I like the extended wiener. How dare you. So so then the other big surprise was Man, look at the pollution in Lake Superior. (laughs) The water is like the color of shit. What happened, right? Oh (laughs) man. Uh, But my wife's like, the water looks disgusting. It's like the color of coffee. Uh, And the locals, though, say it is a root beer delight. The water in Lake Superior, and I had no idea. I'd never been there. How would I know this? But in Duluth, Minnesota, the water is brown now it's a light brown it's a root beer color on the north shore and the reason that is i looked it up i was like what the hell is going on with this i don't understand like this is disgusting and they claim that it's from the the streams that lead into lake superior the the water it comes from the plants it's uh, it's not so much the iron and they say it's very common after they get rain that the lake will go a darker shade of brown because of the various rivers, oh, okay, lead into Lake Superior. But if if you just look at it and you have no concept of that, it looks like poopy water or coffee water. Yeah. And uh, it was it was interesting. And so I enjoyed my time in Duluth. I, I did not know what to expect. We've had callers. We had a guy working at a hotel, Hotel Ryan from Duluth years ago. It was a big star caller on the show. He got married. He had kids. He stopped stopped calling the show. But it was freaking freezing here by our California standards. It was. We got to Duluth, and we, we got ready to go on the boat. It was 51 degrees. The wind was howling, and the estimated wind chill factor, it was in the low 40s or the high 30s. And we sat on the very top outside, Danny, on the boat. We were outside on the boat and got taken around the harbor there of Lake Superior. And and then when we got done with that, we tried to warm up a little bit, went to Costco to get gas because we had a long drive back. So there is a Costco in Duluth. We went there. I was disappointed, though, because the price of gas was... Pretty much the same as the other stations. I think I think Minnesota is one of those states they do not allow Costco to lower the price too much for competitive reasons, uh, which I, I think is ridiculous, but whatever. So I, we got gas there, and and then we went to this, uh, this shopping area. They have this big mall, of course, indoor mall, because you don't want to be outdoors in Duluth most of the year. And we went to this local burger place. There's like a brewery burger place, and had my first ever poutine burger. I never had a poutine burger. Not bad, by the way. Not bad. It was like a barbecue poutine burger. And it was so wild because this shopping center, Danny, was right up against Lake Superior. So we were walking through the different stores. I'm gonna send you a photo here. I want you to check this out just to prove I'm not I'm not lying. So we walked through this big shopping center. And uh, you know, you got a bite to eat. We're walking around the different stores. And these stores are right up against Lake Superior. So, like, there was a kitchen store. Let's see if I can find this. I got a lot of random photos. So there's a kitchen store, and then right behind the kitchen store is this most amazing view of the lake. Like it's like right there. It's it's uh, in all its magic and all its it's glory, this massive lake superior and uh it was it was nuts it was absolutely crazy as I try to find said photo miles and miles of poop water Well that was behind it yeah 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 let me see I can show you the uh all right I found it here so there's a picture I won't tell you what's in the picture, but you gotta you gotta zoom in a little bit here Danny and you'll see. What i'm talking about because it's just like a regular store or whatever and it's back is to the lake and so you can get a you see the photo there it should have come through now you can get any kind of kitchen supplies you need at the kitchen company
4: yeah i, I see the kitchen supplies
0: look, and look now zoom in a little bit you see behind that that
4: is oh yeah so it looks like you're on the lake still
0: exactly it looks like you're in in the lake and uh yeah it was right behind it this place called Fitgers, uh was the the shopping center I guess it's an old brewery in in Duluth and uh, it was very it was very cool I, I had a good time I had a fun time there and uh I don't know that I'll ever be back if probably be a one and done but it was worth it I had, a, I had a good trip and nice meal and then Headed back because I had to go see my brother back in, in Minneapolis and had some more things to do. I had to go check out the different stadiums around Minnesota, so we did that. We'll get to that later in the podcast. Hey, it's Maller here. It's bracket season, and you can pre-register now for the Fox Sports Radio Bracket Challenge at foxsportsradio.com. Get details, rules, and pre-register today so you can easily create your winning bracket When it's live on March 17th, once you fill out your bracket, you'll be entered for a chance to win the ultimate college sports trip for you and a friend, including travel and stays at any graduate hotel's location sponsored by Tractor Supply and Graduate Hotels, where college fans stay.
3: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury
0: It's all about the key. But which key is it about, Danny? That's the question. Which key is it about?
4: You know, like you, Ben, I had a traffic incident. Uh Uh-oh. We we have that in common. The difference is mine was almost on TV. Oh, no. So I'm trying to get home to watch the game. I was doing post-production for Covino and Rich after the show. So I get the podcast stuff up, and I run to the parking garage I get on the freeway, and, of course, Sherman Oaks is slammed. 4.05, not moving. One oh one, not moving. It's traffic hell. So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I'm listening to the game on the radio. It's fine. But, I, you know, I'm like, want to get home, have some dinner, watch the game, the rest of the second half at home. Daddy. Finally to Woodland Hills, and traffic is clearing up now to where I can at least move. Gaslight comes on. If I don't stop and do it now, there's no way I'm going to do it the next day in the morning. It just sucks. So I'm like, I got to deal with this right now before I get home. So I exit shoop, and you might know where that is in the valley. You know, it's an easy off-ramp. There's a couple of gas stations right as you turn off of the off-ramp. So I get off, put gas in, and then I I tail it instead of uh, going on the boulevard, I go up onto the surface street. Uh, This frontage road takes you all the way to Valley Circle, probably behind like five cars waiting to go left back onto the freeway. The light changes. Nobody moves. The light goes to red. Nobody has moved. What in the world is going on? And I'm thinking, God, there's got to be an accident or something up there. So I'm craning my head. I'm pushing my head out the window, trying to look far ahead. And I do see some sirens. It must be a fender bender or something up there. And they have this freeway on-ramp blocked. What do I do? I'm listening to John Ireland, and I'm like, God, I got to get home and see the rest of this on TV. No offense to John Ireland, but as you know, Ben, listening to a game and watching it, just two different animals.
0: Yeah, and John Ireland, of course, a member of the Fox Sports Radio Alumni Association, Yes. He did a show um, with uh, Stephen A. Smith, of all people. But you'd rather watch the game. You want to sit down on your sofa. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, and
4: I know my wife, he had dinner waiting. Yeah. And uh, they're all watching the game. And I'm like, I want to get home. So now I had an executive decision to make. There's a double line, you know, to the left of me. So I'm thinking, should I take okay. a chance and do an illegal U-turn and go catch the frontage road? to go up to the next freeway on ramp. I'm so happy, Ben, that I took a couple of beats here, and this this just goes to prove think about it before you make a move. As I finally decided to turn my wheel left and break the double lines, as I'm starting my illegal U-turn, I stopped just for a moment, because I'm like, this is eerie. No cars have been coming this direction. It was almost like they blocked off you know, both lanes, mine and the oncoming lane. And I was like, man, is a cop going to see what I'm doing and then come after me? Who, me? Thank God, Ben, because right as I finally decide to start turning my wheel to the left, a Harley comes blasting. He has to move his bike to avoid the nose of my car, which is now starting to stick out into the oncoming traffic. Coming behind him is a string of CHP officers after another, after another, after another. I'm not shitting you. 15 to 17 cruisers are chasing this guy. Wow. Ben, I was in the middle of a Los Angeles car chase.
0: That's authentic L.A. And when you think of L.A., you think of the bacon wrapped hot dog and you think of the car chase. And you experienced that. And what what was it like, Danny, when you look around and you saw the helicopters over your head? I assume they were there, right, for the local TV and, and whatnot. So
4: I'm hurriedly trying to get my wheel back to the right to get myself back into my lane. Now that I know what's going on, my nose of my car is still sticking out a little bit. And my heart is going super fast because I'm like, holy shit, uh, that's definitely a car chase. So I quickly open up my Spectrum app on my phone. And I'm now watching this on Fox 11. And this guy, this Harley guy is being chased. And on my phone screen, graphics say, man with gun on motorcycle. Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, holy. I almost took out. The guy that they were chasing, I'm just I'm freaking out. I call my wifey and I'm was like, "Hey, turn on channel 11," and she's watching it and she's like, "What's going on? We're trying to watch the Lakers game." And I'm like, "No, no, no, you don't understand. I almost hit the guy that they're chasing." And she's like, "What are you talking about?" So I'm explaining it to her. I get home, we uh, we're watching the Lakers game, and I told her, I said, "You know, LA, as soon as they catch this guy." They will then post the entire chase with the aerial view and the, uh, you know, the anchors all covering it. Yeah. And, of course, this is on Facebook and other apps where you see people after the fact watching the whole thing and then commenting. Yeah. So I quickly went through the video, found the part where he got to Valley Circle, and I took a still shot of my car almost hitting him. By the way, Ben, the uh, the lady news anchor was on with a retired police officer, and as he almost hit the nose of my car, they both said, ooh, oh, that was
0: close. <laughs> uh, that's great. Now, here's the question, Danny. If you had actually made contact with the Harley, would you, A, have been seen as a good Samaritan that was helping the police out, or B, a guy that was a douchebag trying to cut in line? Uh, which one would it have been, Danny?
4: You have very good radio instincts, Ben, because that's why I named this which key. Would it be the key to the city or the key to the slammer? (laughs) Because I would have took out the guy they were chasing, but I also would have done an illegal U-turn.
0: So would they have given me a pass on the traffic violation? Well, here's what they would have done. The police would have said, well, we do not want good Samaritans to injure themselves, but we are happy that it worked out this way. We, this person helped us out. So I think you would have been okay, Danny. I think you would have been in good shape, but that's, that's <laughs> why I've been, yeah. I've never been that close. I've been on the freeway when those things happen on the highway, when the uh, chases have gone by on the other side, but never been in the middle of one. Never The,
4: been. Next, the next day on Covino and Rich, I got to tell the story um, and Dan Byer said, that the problem I would have had was with my insurance company because he says they would not have covered the damages to my car.
0: Oh, because you were you made the illegal turn. You were violating. Right. Uh, so and- I could have got a
4: high five from the mayor, and I could have been a big hero, but then I would have been left with a destroyed car.
0: I did see the photo you sent me, the car chase, and I see the Danny G-Mobile Uh, which is like a Superman car there, and you're clearly crossed over the double line, and then there is a Harley, a white Harley, which you say is evading police LAPD pursuit in San Fernando Valley right there, and it does look like you are the only car crossed over the double yellow. I would have clobbered that guy. Yeah, or he would have clobbered, he would have driven into the side of your car,
4: right? Yeah. My car's built like a tank. I think I would have been okay, but he might have flown over his handlebars. Dude, you could have killed the guy.
0: Oh, my gosh. Wow. It, it ended up a happy, yes. a happy story for Danny G, uh, although not happy for your Lakers. Unfortunately, Danny, did yeah. not quite go so well for the Lakers. Uh, but
4: you know what, Ben? They played 17 extra games that I didn't expect. Uh, and as I learned from you, Making the final four is a pretty big deal.
0: (laughs) Well, no, no. When you're the Clippers, that's a big deal. But I was told the standards are different for the Lakers. That's what I was told to me. No, no, it's a big deal for any team. No, no, no. I was told. You guys all told me it's not that big a deal. Don't get all excited about it. We're the Lakers. We don't get excited about the final four. Anybody on the Clippers is a a half of what Kobe Bryant is. And audio is what that is. Uh, anyway uh the uh, the baker's surprise here so during my long drive back from duluth to minneapolis tales of Mallers travel log tales from Mallers travel log so on our way back me and the wife we get back to minneapolis back to civilization and we were trying to find a cinnamon roll place in in duluth there was this place called uh, sir benedicts but they called it sir ben's so i wanted to go there because i wanted to get a shirt that said sir ben's on it. i thought that would be kind of funny but they were closed on sunday a day of god and so a day of rest and so they were closed so on the way back i was like i kind of i was jokingly pointing out to the wife i was like hey you promised me a cinnamon roll i would you know i want a cinnamon roll <laughs>
4: uh, once you get something like that in your craw you can't let it go
0: yeah, so she goes on her phone. She starts Googling bakeries in Minnesota, and she says, I got one. We're going to try this place out. It's a, it's a local mom-and-pop bakery, and uh, so she types it into the to the map app on the phone, and so we're going down the highway there in Minneapolis. We get off on 36th Street and turn left. 30 From downtown, 36th Street, turn left. That's the off-ramp. And we're cruising along. We're looking for the bakery, cruising along. And we go up a couple of blocks. We make one turn. And as we're driving off in the distance, okay, we get the ultimate baker's surprise on our way to the bakery. I see in the horizon these two giant, like they're probably seven feet tall fists. In the sky, right? They're made out of like a statue, but they're not a well made statue. This kind of put in the middle of the street. There's a traffic circle. And you look like paper mache? Yeah, kind of it was large, but it was like paper mache, and there's this this roundabout, and then behind it is a liquor store, and there's a bunch of signs up about I we couldn't really make out what the signs were but we knew we were in an interesting part of Minneapolis and uh, Danny you want to take a guess this turned out to be one of the most notorious intersections in American history in Minneapolis Oh no I'm not familiar with this That intersection is where George Floyd was murdered Outside. Oh, OK. Gotcha. Back gotcha. Back in 2020. I always
4: forget that it happened in Minnesota.
0: I knew it happened in Minnesota. In fact, I was like I was telling my wife, I was like, listen, The one area we probably should not go to is that area um, just because I didn't know I was going on there. And all that. But we we didn't know where we were going. We just typed in the GPS and we ended up cruising right by there. There's a big mural um, for for George Floyd, that's there. The liquor store is still there. There's a bunch of random protest signs that are out in the roundabout in front of the liquor store. I mean, it was it was really wild, Danny. I mean, I did not want to go there. I thought, you know, whatever, it's not a place for me to visit. And then we ended up there, and we drive we drove by, but I saw the spot where the incident happened uh, right in front of the liquor store there. And uh, it was really interesting to think about. I mean, what had happened there, and everything that happened since then. That event in Minnesota, which happened the the third anniversary, was on Thursday of this week. So just a couple days ago was the third anniversary back in 2020 of uh, of the event. So it was uh, it was interesting. We did eventually get to the bakery. They were out of cinnamon rolls, so that was also disappointing. But I did get a donut, which was pretty good, uh, and and all that. So that was that was pretty cool. So I got that, and uh, that was my.
4: Big- now, were there still people visiting that area, or was it more like the mural and the the signs and stuff were just left from the past?
0: No, there were some signs for different people that had been, uh, they, uh, according to the signs, had been the victims of brutality from law enforcement. So oh,
4: gotcha, okay. That's
0: kind of like the the staging area. I don't know how to describe it properly, but they, that's where the, if you have something to complain about or protest about or there's an injustice, you put the sign up in that area. Um, there weren't too many people there. It wasn't like it was, a, it was overwhelming uh, the area. But it was only a, a couple of miles from where we were staying. Uh, it was like everything's real close in Minnesota. There's not a lot of distance between anything in Minneapolis and St. Paul. Uh, I got to walk across, by the way, the Mississippi River, which was kind of cool. Uh, I can add that I've, I've walked across the Brooklyn Bridge, the Golden Gate Bridge, and there's this other bridge in Minnesota where it goes right across the Mississippi River, the mighty Mississippi River. And well, that was pretty cool. important and very important question. Yes.
4: They were out of uh, cinnamon rolls. So what did you order at the bakery?
0: So I got a donut and then there were some other pastry type things that my wife recommended that we we picked out.
4: You don't so, sound too thrilled.
0: I did not. It was not. It was not. I want when you want a cinnamon roll, you need a cinnamon roll. You don't need this other stuff. You don't you don't need it. And uh, I didn't get my cinnamon roll. I did get it later. I got a uh, a different kind of a cinnamon type roll thing. But it was the the, the Mississippi River. It's a stone arch bridge. So it's this old bridge that was designed for railroads. And then once the railroad track, they took it off the bridge. You could walk from side to side across the the Mississippi, and it was it was cool. It was neat. You know, somebody that's not normally around the, the Mississippi River. And we saw the original Pillsbury factory where Pillsbury started in Minneapolis. And that was kind of neat as a kid that grew up on Pillsbury. And uh, there's a street named after him. And so that was all kind of,
4: that's a very cool looking bridge.
0: Oh yeah. It's awesome. It's great. The skylines behind it. And you can see the, 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 water going through. That's the end of boat travel. You can't go past that point from the South. Like if you're coming from the Gulf coast and you're going up the Mississippi, that's where you have to get off the boat because they can't go over. There's a little waterfall thing that they're not able to go over. So it's pretty cool. Hey, it's Mahler here. It's bracket season and you can pre-register now for the Fox sports radio bracket challenge at foxsportsradio.com. Get details, rules, and pre-register today. So you can easily create your winning bracket When it's live on March 17th, once you fill out your bracket, you'll be entered for a chance to win the ultimate college sports trip for you and a friend, including travel and stays at any graduate hotel's location sponsored by Tractor Supply and Graduate Hotels, where college fans stay.
3: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury
0: We have a little time left. I wanted to get to the meaty showdown. We'll get back to the normal bits that we do next week with the let's get scientifical and all that other fun stuff that we have. Uh, we'll get to that uh, next week. But I did want to, I did want to give you the the meaty showdown, if you will. So my trip to Minnesota was filled with burgers, but not just regular burgers. Burgers filled with cheese, the local culinary delight. As we chowed down and we went big in the Twin Cities, I want to thank Greg, who is a fan of this podcast and a fan of the radio show. He's a retired chef. And I also want to thank Al, among others, who recommended the big three, the holy land of the Juicy Lucy. Now, to give you an idea of how crazy this trip was, food-wise, I'm fasting. I cut back my fasting a little bit, but I still fasted every day. We landed about 1 o'clock, on friday i was up all night from the overnight show i had not gone to bed i I pulled an all-nighter and i didn't use what jed who fled uses i there's no adderall i just whatever (laughs) so i get to town at one o'clock we get to town at one o'clock we get the rental car we can't check into our the place we're staying till three o'clock so we had some time to burn and before getting to the the place we were staying me and the wife were like, you know what? Let's go get our first meal in Minnesota. Why not? The, the plan was we were going to go eat. We're going to go back, take a nap, and then go back out again for more food. Why not? Uh, so me and the wife, we, we drove over to St. Paul, which is real close. It's like a 10-minute drive. And we went to this place called The Nook. This was Greg's choice. He said it's the number one Juicy Lucy in the Twin Cities. So we had cheese curds. Tr- I had the traditional Juicy Lucy. My wife had hey, a- you, you looked up the Nook's
4: menu on a previous podcast.
0: Yes, we, we talked about that. The Paul Molitor was yeah. on there. Um, so, yeah, so I went to the Nook. I We, we ordered the cheese curds. I had the originally the, the traditional Juicy Lucy, which was delicious. Chef's kiss. The curds, uh, this is going to offend my brother who lives in Wisconsin, but these were the, the, the top cheese curds we'd ever had at the Nook. They were they were. Perfectly balanced, proper amount of cheese, proper amount of crunch, proper amount of oil. Uh, they weren't too heavy, they weren't too light. They were perfect, just wonderful. The burger, though, there's an art to eating a juicy Lucy, and and here's the art, Danny. You got to have patience. They they tell you, and I and they, they saw we were a couple of noobs when it comes to the juicy Lucy, like we were not experienced, and so the the person at the at the nooks, like, listen, you got to wait three to five minutes. Otherwise, you're going to burn your tongue and the roof of your mouth. <laughs> and I was like, all right, whatever. And I, I didn't really believe the guy, but I was like, all right, fine, whatever. So I set a timer on my watch. My my wife thought that was funny that I set a timer. I didn't want to burn my, my mouth. <laughs> uh, uh, you can't count to three minutes? No, no. You remember the last time I burned my mouth when I made pizza and then I decided to eat the pizza very quickly and I sounded I'm- like I sounded like Lou Holtz for two <laughs> weeks. Is that a lisp? Because I put my tongue. So I was like, I'm not going to get injured on this. I'm not. So whatever. I set my timer. I end up biting into that juice, that juicy Lucy. And I, I it was still scolding hot. It was still scolding hot. But it was wonderful. And then over the course of the weekend, at different points, we ate at the other two locations, Matt's and 528. Now, you know how in L.A. there's a great debate about whether or not the French dip started at Coles or Philippe's, the two yeah. most famous restaurants. So in Minnesota, there's a debate, is it Matt's or is it 528? They go back and forth. And so we we ate at Matt's after the Mallard meeting. I mentioned we, I, I couldn't eat anything, uh, didn't have time to eat, just had a glass of water. So we went out. We actually watched. I watched the end of the Laker Nuggets game, which was game three. Watched that from Matt's. And I'll give you the positives and the negatives of Matt's. Now, the positives, solid burger. The decor had a good charm to it. It looked like it was the same as it had been 70 years ago when the place opened. Hadn't Mm. changed anything. Um, The negatives... Cash only, so no credit cards, which is a a nuisance in this modern world where we pay for everything with credit cards. Not a not a lot of room. Was an older place that was part of it. Was a blessing and a curse because it was really cool because it was old, but it was kind of tight. It was small. Yeah, pretty expensive.
4: Did it seem like they cleaned seventy years ago as well, or? Well, the
0: last time they cleaned was about 50 years ago. So not 70. They cleaned about you know, 50 years ago. Um, and so so we went there. And then I uh, went to the 528 on Sunday night. We went to the 528 with my brother. Positives on that. Nice big location. Lots of parking. Large portions. We ordered onion strings. And they gave me enough onion strings to fill Lake Superior. It was that many onion strings. The burger was big. However, I docked five twenty-eight points because it, the burger was undercooked. Can't I can't handle that. It was it was disgusting. It was not cooked well enough. Send it back. No, nah, I didn't send it back. As I don't want to be that guy. Good job by you. the The overall quality, I didn't think it was up to the other restaurants. Like the the portion size was awesome. But anyway, the Maller report card on this meaty showdown, the ultimate report card on the Juicy Lucy. So the Maller report card, Juicy Lucy, 1 to 10, with 10 being a masterpiece. 5.28. I gave that only a 6. The reason I gave it a 6 is because the portion size. I'm guessing if I went back there and they actually made the burger the right way and it was a little more well done, I'd actually like it. But they didn't. So I docked them points. So I only gave them a 6. Matt's. I went pretty high on this one. I gave it an eight. And the reason I gave it an eight, I thought the burger was pretty good. I did like the ambiance. I docked it a point because it was a cash-only situation. They did not give large enough portions, so I gave that a, a minus one point also. So I ended up with an eight. And then the Nook, on a Maller report card, one to ten, with ten being the greatest of the greatest, I gave the Nook. A 9.5. A 9.5. Wow. I love the Nook in St. Paul. I recommend it. I give it the Maller's stamp of approval. They're not paying me to review this. They didn't give me free food. I loved it. In fact, we loved it so much, Danny. Our, Went back. our last stop on the way back to the airport, after we checked out of the place we were staying, the final meal we had in Minneapolis was the Nook, and I ordered... The Paul Molitor. I had the Paul Molitor, uh, and it had the pepper jack in there, and it was very messy, very messy. There was cheese everywhere, gooey cheese all over. I got my shirt stained with Uh cheese. I enjoyed every second of it. St. Paul is beautiful. I went to the state capitol in St. Paul. Check that out. Um, And it was just awesome. It was great. So good job by the nook. It's right across from this this baseball field at the local college in Saint Paul. There's a grocery store on the other side. There's a gas station on one other corner. But it was great. It was odd. There's a barber shop, little barber shop there. So uh, that is the
4: man. Motherfuckers, they're doing a victory lap right now when they hear this news. Ben,
0: it was great. The Nook was wonderful. And if I make my way back to Minnesota, I will go there again. I also did visit quickly. Danny, I visited all of these sporting venues. None of the teams were in town. They were the the it was so funny. We were at a at a uh, arcade on Friday night watching the Twins game as they were playing the Angels, which is not far from the Northwoods where the Maller Mansion is in Southern California. So we're watching the Twins play the Angels while I'm in Minnesota and they're in Southern California.
4: Uh, so that must have felt weird.
0: That yeah, was a little awkward. But then I went to Target Field, went to the Viking Stadium, went to the Target Center, and that whole area wandered around there. My 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 wife thought we were going to get shanked because we went around sundown. There's a, it's like a zombie apocalypse in downtown Minneapolis, Danny. Just like you see in L.A. or San Francisco or New York, it's no different. It is scary. There's a bunch of crackheads walking around and – totally disheveled and messed up and you don't know what they're doing. You know, it's not legal, whatever they got going on. And fortunately we did not get shanked. And I did take some photos. Maybe I'll post some of those photos today from around uh, Minnesota. I'll do it this weekend at some point, but I went to the, to all the stadiums. Viking stadiums. Amazing. That's where the old Metrodome used to be. That site I'm told twins ballpark looked good. Target Center, the house that Patrick Beverly built, that great play-in championship a couple of years ago for the Timberwolves. So good times. Good times all around. And I think we'll get out on that. Anything else, Danny, you want to promote Saturday in the city? No,
4: nah, man. Saturday is for our podcast. So thank you for downloading. And, of course, we'll be back with the mail, mother sucker, tomorrow.
0: That's right. You the mailbag on Sunday. And uh, really, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Tell a friend Word-of-mouth advertising You've been so great about that. We do appreciate it. We'll have the mailbag for you tomorrow. Have a wonderful rest of your Saturday, and we will catch you next time.
4: I'm going to go get a cinnamon roll right now. And yeah. <laughs> later,
0: skater. Watch your GPS, though. Bye, Felicia. Hey, it's Maller here. It's bracket season, and you can pre-register now for the Fox Sports Radio Bracket Challenge at foxsportsradio.com. Get details, rules, and pre-register today so you can easily create your winning bracket when it's live on March 17th. Once you fill out your bracket, you'll be entered for a chance to win the ultimate college sports trip for you and a friend, including travel and stays at any Graduate Hotels location sponsored by Tractor Supply and Graduate Hotels where college fans stay.
3: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.